October 28, 1926. I just woke up and the roof is open. Applesauce. Maybe this thing really was just broken? <laughs> Nothing curse around here, but... didn't work. After everything, all the false leads and dead ends and humiliation, I really thought I had it. Thought I'd finally figured something out for once. But Tim's still here. I've had has been wrong. And not just about this. How could I have hoped to solve the afterlife when my life's a mess? I'm jobless, homeless, friendless. And all this malarkey with Tim. It's just a rotten cherry on top of a poison cocktail. And June is due back any day now. She expects to be rid of a house guest, but there's still one she can't see. <laughs> Invisibly pulling at her nerves until she breaks. Like me. Maybe then she'll understand. Maybe then we can be sisters again. Mad. <laughs> but... Together... Baby steps. First things first. Let's close that roof. <laughs> After everything, June's fear about this damn thing breaking came true. None of it my doing, but that won't make much of a difference to her. Projects, maybe? Oh, ew. I hope it's not something lewd. What else warrants stashing it in a rusted out gearbox? It's wood. Oh, it looks like one of those. Oh, yes, it's a music box. Or it would have been. Not quite finished. 
Inside there's a little pouch of... Yep, more parts. For the first few months after I moved in, I found Tim's little projects tucked into every little nook and cranny of this place. Not really hidden, just... Everything had a home. But I thought I'd found most of them by now. Let's give this a wind. Tim, what are you up to? October 29th, 1926. I couldn't tell you what happened last night. More Tim shenanigans. I'm horribly sore from my fall. One of Tim's nicknames for me should have been Grace. My mouth is so dry this morning. Seem to get enough water. I must have slept with it wide open. <sighs> Trying to catch flies. Ow. All this to say, when I fell, I took the phonograph with me. It's bent and is not recording correctly. We'll have to rely on the dictaphone moving forward. I'm stalling. <laughs> There's something else. After last night, it's Tim. Oh, Crabs, I don't, I don't know how to talk about this. He doesn't look like he did when he first appeared to me. Sure, when I started to muck with his routine, he monstered out a few times, but this is different. He no longer looks whole, even for an apparition, and, and he's showing wounds. His, his mouth, it's caved in, and his eye is missing. It's just flashes, really, translucent and difficult to see at times. Giving Tim what I thought he needed didn't end his loop, so either... I still don't know what he needs, or getting it won't be any help to him. He's, he's, he's caught. It's, it's cyclical, forever, incomplete. Like a, like a musicless box you keep winding but never plays. Maybe I've been focusing too much on the immediate concern of this specter. What Tim's been doing, what he's been trying to get at, how it affects the household now. But what about before that? What if the key to all of this is to look back to how it began? Within all of the chaos and the drama of that terrible time, we never 
really understood what actually happened to Tim. I think June keeps Tim's papers in one of these banker's boxes. I found them shoved to the back of the closet. I'm not sure, though. I never had any reason to thumb through them. Not exactly light reading. I hear something. Yes. Oh. Tim's burial card. It's a write-up of details of the military issues to the deceased's family. Place of burial. <laughs> Unconfirmed. Right. What's the point of a burial card if there was no burial? Another clerical error, I expect. <laughs> Should have been that many young corpses back across the sea. Must have been quite a chore. Bound to lose a few. <sighs> this doesn't give me much to go on. Maybe they have a file down at the local base? Certainly as a family member, I must have some level of access to his records. God, I hate military installations, but maybe it's time I paid them a visit. myself to go home just yet. I don't really want to be in the house after last night. And I... I need a minute. After what I've seen. Besides, I should, I should get this down before I forget any details. Christ, as if I could forget. Uh... I packed Tim's dictaphone on the off chance that they might allow me to bring it into the records office. I thought perhaps for an interview. No dice. No surprise. The officer on duty was mostly silent. I didn't catch his name, but his rank was the only thing he didn't grunt. Sergeant. First class. Great. I quickly abandon any hope for connecting with someone who actually knew Tim. It makes sense. It's been years and a lot of soldiers left the service after the war. But the clerk Tilda did have a file. She left me alone with it in a private reading cubicle. What happened to Tim lives in ink. The first few pages of typed reports offered little commendations. It's physical. But anything around his death. God, there's whole sections redacted. I'm sure covering someone's stupid mistake that resulted in an empty grave. He was probably shipped to the Midwest, mistaken for someone else, rotting in a town he doesn't even know. Doesn't love. Past all that, I... I came upon a black envelope. The last item in the file. What requires a black envelope? I'll admit my hands trembled when I opened it. 
It was the mortician's images of Tim. <sighs> Get up a side hustle doing portraits. These were the most vivid prints I've ever seen. Immaculate focus, lit only from the most revealing angle. Grotesque, crisp horrors of dislodged flesh. And this was one file among, what, thousands dead? There's Tim. Undeniably himself. Despite how much of him was missing. Half of his face must have been blown off. And not cleanly, but mangled into a mess of misaligned features. One eye was untouched, but dull and clouded. In life, there were these vivid shocks of blue. Why wouldn't the doctor close the lid? It... <sighs> uh, his other eye was technically intact, but buried in a pulp that cut down across the lower canyon that was his jaw. face that in survival would never have sung with June again. Never again laughed over his evening coffee. Never again whispered for a private audience. His exposed throat peeled back to... Oh, God, I can't. That's, that's enough. He met a violent end. There's little more to say. That's what I'm getting flashes of at the house. Tim is starting to look as he did upon his death. And that leaves me with more questions. Namely, Tim's actions now. Does it somehow stretch back to the... the unimaginable pain of his final moments? Was he alone when he died? Is that why he can't stand to be alone now? I had never considered why they hadn't buried a body. I, I understand now what state it's in, but the very fact that they have those photos. <laughs> Just more questions and more pain. And on the War Memorial downtown. I made a pit stop. It felt right. A body seems irrelevant when faced with being actively haunted by a spirit. A spirit which somehow looks even worse now than it did in those wretched photos. Like, like it's been eroding. 
rotting. As if his soul was somehow waterlogged. How is that possible? I thought he was torturing June. Torturing us, but but he's the one being tortured. All this effort, I was doing it for June, and, and maybe... Maybe Tim's the one who needs my help. I don't even know how that would work, but... If I've got any chance of helping Tim, I've got to stop trying to get rid of him. Okay. I've given him everything he's reached for. I've chased him around town. I've completed his loop, and I'm pretty sure what I've been seeing are all things he did in the days or weeks leading up to his deployment date. But what about those things left undone? What was he not able to do? Maybe he's not reliving something exactly. Maybe maybe there's an unfinished piece of his puzzle. How would I even... I've gone through all of his possessions. We received his personal effects, the things he took with him, but what if he left something behind? A goodbye he was never able to deliver. A gift he never gave to June. Music box. I'm no stranger to tinkering. I've rebuilt cuckoo clocks torn off the wall in a fit of rage. That was Mrs. Jenkins, for the record. I've retimed sewing machines, strained by industrial fabrics, repaired cash registers, subjected to years of concussive maintenance. Mrs. Jenkins, again. I've even worked on a music box before, if you can believe it. It was one of those wind-up ballerina-topped ones. June and I shared it as girls. I broke a lot as a kid, so I had to learn how to put things back together. Handiness was something Tim and I shared. It came naturally to him, though. That's why... What has he done to this thing? There's a piece here with a distinct patina from the other matching parts. It's a small gear with a rubber band around the spoke. I assume to fit with the pieces around it. Oh. Milkshake money. It's taking the place of the piece that the hardware store wasn't able to get for Tim. He really wanted to get this thing working. The size is off, but the makeshift gear would do the trick, but... Where did he get it from? Oh, wait a minute. Maybe his pocket watch wasn't damaged in battle. Are you missing something, my tickless boy? Well... I felt something just then. Either it's a sign I'm on the right track, or one that says turn back now. <laughs> Turning back doesn't sound much like me. There you are. Or, there you aren't. I would have noticed this was missing earlier if I tried to fix the damn thing. There's a space for missing gear, clear as day. Of course it doesn't tick. It's missing its heart. Tim couldn't find what he needed, so he cannibalized his own watch to make a gift for his wife. It's so sweet it makes your teeth hurt. But why didn't he finish it? Maybe he shipped out before he could complete his work, or 
He was planning to work on it as part of his homecoming. I can't know. But I can finish it. This will be a tube-worthy moment if I've ever known one. Not to get ahead of myself, but I'm prepared for ethereal fireworks or something if I manage to pull this off. I'm more likely to hellfire with how things have been going. Rain it in, Lenora. You know this isn't the first music box I've had to repair, but the one we had when we were little was different. The song lived on a metal drum with little nibs that struck against a series of tabs to produce the notes. I convinced June that we could change the song. <laughs> she wanted it to play her favorite tune. The one that would become their song. Hers and Tim's. By the light of the silvery moon. It always seemed odd to claim it as theirs. It was June's. Part of what made her... Her. Someone doesn't get to retroactively be a part of that. Didn't they have another song they could discover together? Off topic. Sorry. In the end, June let me modify the music box. We cut off and reattached the nibs to change the music, and... It was a disaster. The box I'm working on now doesn't work like that. It's hand-cranked, fed a roll of punched paper, I think, to allow for different songs to be played. There's only one piece of paper, though, and Tim's rigged it up to play on an enclosed loop. It's clearly a labor of love. And I don't need to be able to read the punches to know what song it is. Keep shining in June. Our silvery beams bring the streams It feels good to be working with my hands again. Tim used to ask me to assist him on jobs so many times when he was alive. But I was stubborn. I'd always rather learn on my own than be seen assisting someone else. That strain has gotten me into trouble at work, certainly. But I suppose it might have kept me at arm's length from family, too. I used to wonder what friends Tim and I could have been without June there. Terrible. I know, um... Not something I would tell anyone other than Wax. Teaching or collaborating was never a kindness I allowed Tim to give me. I still hate the idea of owing anyone anything, even experience. I, I don't ask for help, and I don't usually volunteer it. I can't bring myself to presume I'm needed. I knew that our interests overlapped but it wasn't something I ever gave any power to. Yet here I am, sitting at Tim's workbench, finishing his final project, assisting him at last. Better late than never. It's all set. Rust removed, fittings tightened, Parts in place. Safer one. The watch piece. I, I can't bring myself to touch it. 
is the end. I set that gear and Tim will move on. Or he won't. One way or the other, the shape of the rest of my sister's life and mine will be formed as a result of this moment. to do what he did to be so far from his loop I can't believe it I was right this is it I have to finish it Thanks, but do I spend the rest of my days hoping it worked? I mean, there's never really a sign that someone isn't coming back. They just don't. Do I give this to June? Should I? Of course I do. After all, that's the point. That's, 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 that's what Tim clearly wanted. Finally bestow a gift not given in life. It's, it's kind of more a gift for me at this point. No, that's, that's ridiculous. Of course, Tim could have done it himself. He just didn't have the time to. Even though he seemed to have time for plenty else before he shipped off. No matter. June should have it. It could help mend fences a bit, too. Yes. Even if it turns out I'm no ghostbreaker, I can offer this to my sister at the very least. She'll be pleased as punch. Finally, a music box that plays her favorite. 
If that's to be the case, I'd better confirm it works. Mustn't be too confident.